Okay, everyone, from that clickety-clack sound, it's time for TV Oblivion, the podcast. I'm your host, Pika Sanz. This is episode 40, season two. Today's date is uh, June 11th, 2023, and welcome to the show. So here's today's lineup. Uh, from the 1950s, I will talk about the television sitcom, The Ann Southern Show. From the 1960s, the television western, Lancer. From the 1970s, the animated TV series Buford and the Galloping Ghost. From the 1980s, the uh, television sitcom Annie McGuire. From the 1990s, the uh, TV drama Air America. And from the 2000s, the television sitcom Do Not Disturb. Also, I will mention, uh, I will talk a little bit about the 75th anniversary of Texaco Star Theater. Excuse me. So that's a that's a very important uh, milestone for this particular show. Okay, so right now the program will go into a commercial break, and this program is brought to you by Lavoris mouthwash. Oh, I remember this product, and I'm sure a lot of people have. You know, it wasn't Scope. Scope was green. Lavoris was red. So here's a commercial from 19. 19- 76. Uh, if you look, if you tune in to listen to the commercial, you would probably recognize the man that's speaking. If you're a TV uh, buff like me, if you don't, if you can't or can't figure it out, I will ex- I will reveal who it who it was on the commercial. Okay, so sit back and and relax, and I'll be right back with the program. Thank you, everyone. The Boris. Laboris? Laboris. Honey, where did you pack the Laboris? There was no Laboris to pack. Oh, come on. I, I had some right before I left. You went to the dentist right before you left. You're right. My mouth felt clean and fresh, and my breath, terrific. More dentists use Laboris than any other mouthwash. And that's good enough for me. Me too. Okay, everyone, I am back. I hope you enjoyed the commercial for Lavoris Mouthwash. The man that that is in the commercial, that's none other than uh, actor and comedian Joey Foreman. You might remember him from countless TV appearances, uh, movies, and uh, one of his two uh, famous... Uh, roles uh that he appeared well two sitcoms that he appeared in the 60s one was in the monkeys he appeared in two episodes one was uh, captain crocodile where the boys appeared on a kiddies tv show and he was a very evil tv host <laughs> and the other one he portrayed dragon man which is one of my favorite episodes of the show yeah when there was one scene like he's playing Monopoly by himself and he, and he picked up the card and said, I will not go to jail. And he threw all the stuff off the table. I mean, on the game board. <laughs> and also he appeared uh, in, in Get Smart as Harry Who, you know, in the early uh, episodes, you know, alongside with uh, Don Adams and Barbara Feldon. And... Uh, Let's see. And then uh, yeah, he continued uh, to appear on television, did a comedy album with Bill Dana. And then uh, 
he passed away on December 9, 1982 at age 53. Oh, very young. So, uh, he was a funny guy. I, I liked him. So, but, and he also, the, one of his first real roles was in the sitcom, the Mickey Rooney show called Hey Mulligan. And he played his best friend, Freddie, to Mickey Rooney. So he did that. Okay. All right. So, uh, before I get started with the lineup, I will talk about the 75th anniversary of the uh, Texaco Star Theater. I did an episode of that show uh, about a year ago today on episode four. But uh, since the anniversary fell on June 8th, 1948, I figured I'd revisit it that. So, uh, so Texaco Star Theater, um, you know, I talked about this on my other podcast, Van Chicago Land, the podcast yesterday because of uh, the Chicago connection of that. But th- I'm going to talk about the television series itself, you know, and its history. It sounds like I'm repeating it. So this started radio and uh, from 19, it, w- it was broadcast on radio from 1938 to 1949. And uh, first hosted by Ed Wynn, uh, the comedian. It wasn't called uh, Texaco Star Theater. Was called something else, and he played his perfect fool character. He was the fire chief. He also played that on in movies. You know, he did vaudeville acts, uh, intersperse, intersperse, excuse me, with music. And then uh, he left the show. And then uh, Eddie comedian Andy Cantor took over, and it was called Texaco Town. And he hosted the show for two years. And then, uh, and it was replaced by. Uh, Adolf Menu, if you remember from the movies, uh, then it's turned into Texaco Star Theater. And then there were other uh, hosts succeeded by John Merrimore, Ken Murray. Uh, there were other hosts like that, Charles Ru- Charlie Ruggles, uh, Una Merkel. And... Uh, they appeared on the show like that. Then they had music, comedy bits, and all that. And then it was, re- and then it was retitled again by. It was called the Texaco Star Theater with Fred Allen, you know, the comedian, and that started airing on October second, nineteen forty. That was very successful. Uh, but then uh, he got sick, and then he had to step down, and then. Um, they host. There were other hosts uh, during that time. One was uh, James Melton, Tony Martin, Gordon McRae, and Jack Carter, and of course Milton Berle, who was famous for that. And uh, let's see. And so that ended in 1949, but the TV show uh, premiered on NBC on June 8, 1948. Milton Berle was the first host. But then there were four rotating holes. I think one was Maury Amsterdam from the Dick Van Dyke show. I don't know who the other two are. I can't think of it. Uh, so it was famous, you know, when uh, you have the men from Mexico, you know, they were singing. And then they present Milton Berle. He'd come out with some outrageous costume, <laughs> like a ballerina or Cinderella. Or, you know, he's the ugliest woman I've ever seen. <laughs> 
I think it was hilarious. You know, the jokes were corny, you know, kind of dated, but uh, it worked, you know, because it was a smash hit on Tuesday nights, you know, between 8 and 9 o'clock Eastern time in Chicago, 7 to 8. Uh, in Chicago, it did not air. Uh, they didn't show the first 17 or 18 episodes because uh, WNMEQ, which was WNBQ, didn't premiere. It premiered in October. So nobody in Chicago saw it, I, unless they reran the show. I don't know. I don't. I wasn't born yet. And that continued on until in 1953, they dropped the sponsorship for Texaco Star Theater, and it became the Buick Burrell Show, and that lasted until 1956. And then uh, Milton Burrell had a contract, and he continued to uh, appear on other shows. He had his own, another variety show, and then he had another one in ABC in the 60s. And he appeared, yeah, and he appeared on uh, a lot of shows with Lucille Ball, you know, on her sitcom. You know, uh, I think uh, like the Lucy Dizzy Comedy Hour that was the first one. Also on the on the Lucy Show, maybe twice, something like that. Also on Here's Lucy, I think one or twice. Yeah, he appeared there. So that was uh, they were good friends, like that. And then some. So that's the reason why I mentioned about Texaco Star Theater, because of the 75th program. Next week is uh, the 75th anniversary of The Ed Sullivan Show. That premiered on June 20th, 1948. I think it was Toast of the Town before, but I, I got to double check. I would do that. I'll do that next time and explain. Okay. Okay, that's enough of that. So now we're going to get started. I'm going to talk about uh, the television sitcom from the 1950s, The Ann Southern Show. Uh, this is the second, I believe this is the second sitcom that starred uh, comedian Ann Southern. And that pre premiered on October 6, 1958, ended March 30th, 1961 on CBS. It was black and white, a 30-minute show. Had 93 episodes, so that ran quite a while. And that was created by Desi Lou <laughs> from Lucia Ball and Desi Arnaz, you know, from the factory of that. And that's and Ann Southern portrayed the character Katie O'Connor. And she was an assistant manager of the upscale New York City hotel, the Bartley House. And her co-stars were um were Ann Tyrell, Don Porter, and Jesse White. And they appeared on her previous sitcom private sec secretary talk about that someday and uh so she would uh let's see what else and also in the cast was uh well i'll read off who it was so you have uh you have uh, ann southern uh you have ernest truex uh, that was her boss jason mccauley and then um also, who played his uh, wife, Flora McCauley, was Rita Shaw. You saw her in a lot of TV shows, lots of them, you know, Bewitched. And she also starred in Ghost of Mrs. Muir. And, okay, and I mentioned Ann Tyrell. She played Olive Smith. Uh, also, uh, Jacques Scott as Paul Montigny. I think that's how you say his name. And uh, also Jack Mullaney. 
Uh, he started. Uh, he was starring in the first season, but then he became recurring during the second season. And then Don Porter, you know, became the main character like that. So let's see. So uh, I've seen a, sh- a few episodes of the show on YouTube. It's quite funny, you know. Anne Southern is a delight. She really is, you know. And uh, also, Jesse White was in. Uh, and uh, he played uh, Oscar Pudney. He was like a newsstand owner, like that. So, also in the first two seasons was actor Jack Wagner, not the one in Mulrose Place or General Hospital. This is another Jack Wagner. He played the desk clerk. <laughs> also, there was a uh, uh, actor Jimmy Fields. He played a little boy. He was Richie Gordon. He was a child prodigy. He played the piano and all that. Also in the cast was. Uh, that was recurring was Ken Berry as a young bellhop, as Woody Hamilton, also Louis Nile, Louis Nye, that is, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Dr. Delbert Gray, he was a dentist who became Olive's boyfriend and eventual husband to Olive. They got married. And also Gladys Herbert as uh, Dr. Delbert's mother, who didn't like Olive. Okay. And there were some notable guest stars, of course, you know, like, for example, uh, Jack Albertson, uh, Francis Barbier, you know, Aunt B was in it, Joey Brown, Jackie Coogan, Eva Gabor, Don Grady from My Three Sons, Joel Gray, and Van Johnson, Guy Madison, Jane, uh, Jane Meadows, uh, Sam Salminio, also uh, Howard McNear, Floyd the Barber. <laughs> Alice Pierce is the first Mrs. Kravitz, Cesar Romero, Connie Stevens, Estelle Winwood, and of course Lucille Ball appeared on the show as Lucy Ricardo. Yeah, I don't know if that's the first appearance. Uh, no, she appeared on Danny Thomas' show, you know, Make Room to Daddy as Lucy Ricardo, but she also appeared on the on the Ann Southern show, and uh, of course Ann Southern appeared on. The the first episode of Lucy the Lucy De, excuse me the Lucy Desi Comedy Hour, when Lucy goes to Havana, which is a classic. It's hilarious when they get drunk at the end of the show, <laughs> like that. And uh, so, uh, right now I'm going to play the theme song to uh, the end of the show, and it's sponsored by Post Serial. When I come back, I'll talk a little bit about Ann Southern her personal life and her career. Okay. So sit back and enjoy everyone. Thank you. Okay, everyone, I'm back. I hope you enjoyed the uh, opening theme. 
to the Ann Southern Show, sponsored by Post Serial. A little bit better. <laughs> I like that. As for Ann Southern, oh, she had a very lengthy career in stage, radio, film, television. Oh, my God. That spanned about almost 60 years. You know, she began her career in uh, the late 20s, like bit parts and all that. And then uh, they cast, and then they cast her as uh, one of those uh, movies called Maisie, and uh, also appeared in in radio. Yeah, I used to watch this. Uh, I watched. I used to watch these movies uh, on in Chicago on Channel Seven, like late at night, or like that. And uh, they were fun to watch. They really do. And uh, of course, she started uh, she, uh, her first television sitcom in 1953, Private Secretary, ran for five years, and then uh, moved on to the Ann Southern Show, where it ran for three seasons. Also, uh, the guest spots. Also, she's uh, also famous for the voice of Glass Crabtree in the, the sitcom My Mother the Car. <laughs> Even though you don't see her, but you hear her in the car, but uh, that's her. And uh, she was wonderful. She really was. And uh, also, uh, she also appeared on, oh, alongside the Lucille Ball. On, of course, I mentioned this before on the Lucy Dizzy Comedy Hour. And, uh, her own, and then Lucy appeared on her own sitcom. Also, uh, on the Lucy show, she played uh, Rosie, and she was the Countess from Bois. You know, those two and Lucy together, they got drunk again. And the that was when Vivian Vance uh, didn't come to the show uh, often, so she took over like that. They asked uh, Anne Southern to be, uh, you know, to replace Viv, and uh, she said, no, I don't want to do that. I'm glad she didn't. <laughs> it's all like that. So she was born January 22nd, 1909 in Dallas City, North Dakota. And uh, so, and then uh, she did it. And then she retired in the 70s and 80s. Um, she didn't work that much due to health issues. And then, and she earned an Oscar nomination for Best Supporting Actress in the film The Whales of August in 1987. I've never seen the movie. I want to see it. I heard it's fabulous. And I heard she's fabulous as well. Like that. So that's great. And, uh, of course, she passed away on March 15, 2001, at age 92 in uh, Idaho. So uh, I watched her... I watched her career, and uh, she was she appeared on What's My Line on the game show one time, and and she was she was great. She was funny, but she's not laugh out comedian. She was just uh, you know, naturally funny. You know, I thought she was great. Okay, all right. Next up, we go to the 1960s, and the next uh, next thing I will talk about is the television western Lancer, and. Uh, this is a show that's uh, largely forgotten, uh, but it was popular, you know, at one point. Uh, so I'll give you the history of that. So here we go. 
This premiered on September 24th, 1968, and uh, June 20, 23rd, 1970. Aired on CBS. It was an hour-long show in color. Ran for two seasons, 51 episodes. And it starred uh, James Stacy as Johnny Madrid Lancer. Also, uh, Andrew Duggan as Murdoch Lancer. And uh, he played his, uh, his father. Also, there was Scott Lancer. He played his brother. Also in the cast, uh, that was oh, uh, Scott Lancer. Uh, that was portrayed. Well, let me start at the beginning. So uh, who played his father was Andrew Duggan. And uh, Scott Lancer was portrayed by Wayne Maunder. He played in the previous TV show, Custer. You know, that ran for one year. Also, also there was Paul Brinegar as Jelly Hoskins. He was a character actor. And also uh, Elizabeth Bauer, Bauer as Teresa O'Brien. And then she later appeared on Ironside. So that's good. I've seen the show many times. I saw it re-ran, rerun, rerun, <laughs> whatever you say. On probably in the 80s, I saw it like that on local TV. I never saw it when it aired. I was too young. And uh, so it was a, just a typical Western, you know. And uh, let's see. So... It was a this made actor James Stacy a very a huge star. It really did. Uh, he appeared in a lot of uh, movies and television, and uh, the the show had a lot of guest stars. Of course, uh, had like for example Joe Don Baker, uh, Scott Brady, Ellen Corby from The Waltons, Bruce Dern, okay, uh, Beverly Garland from My Three Sons, Ron Howard appeared. Yeah, he did. I think it was right after Andy Griffith. Clarice Leachman, Barbara Luna, also Warren Oates, Stephanie Powers, and of course Tom Selleck. He appeared, uh, that was in his early roles. You know, he probably was very young back then. Like that. Probably didn't have the mustache. No, <laughs> not the Magnum mustache. No, 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 no. Okay. Uh, right now I'm going to play the theme song for Lancer. When I come back, I'll talk a, I'll talk a little bit more about uh, James Stacy about his career and his personal life. So sit back and enjoy. And here is the theme song to Lancer. Thank you, everyone. <laughs> Okay, everyone, I am back. I hope you enjoyed the theme song for Lancer. Uh, I'll talk a little bit about James Stacy. Um, he was born Maurice Williams Elias. 
December 23rd, 1936 in Los Angeles. And, uh, and, uh, let's see. So, uh, he made his film debut, debut in the movie Sayonara in 1957 that starred Red Buttons. And, uh, then he appeared on television and he had a recurring role as Fred in the adventures of Ozzy and Harriet. And then he made guest appearances on Gunsmoke, The Donna Reed Show, Have Gone Will Travel, and uh, Combat. Also, he appeared on Hazel. I remember that. And uh, also, he made two appearances in Perry Mason. And he was also he also appeared in the last episode of that show, uh, Perry Mason. And uh, then he got cast as the the star of the show, the Western Lancer. And then when it was canceled, uh, you know, he kind of appeared more like that. And uh, let's see. So, and then uh, he got involved with a motorcycle accident and a drunk driver. uh, He got, he got, uh, he was riding his motorcycle and he got uh, with his girlfriend. I think it was his girlfriend at the time. And she got killed. And uh, James Stacy lost his left arm and his leg. Oh, it was horrible. And uh, he was married to two famous actresses. One, first one was Connie Stevens, and the second one was Kim Darby. Remember of her from I think True Grit. Yeah, I think yeah from True Grit. True Grit. I forgot about that. <laughs> and uh, after he recovered, uh, he did come back. You know, he appeared in a, f- a few movies like uh, Posse with. Uh, 1975 with Kirk Douglas and then he appeared in other uh, TV movies and uh, also television also in in the 80s uh, like for example Cagney and Lacey also Hotel and Highway to Heaven and uh, his last role was in the cop series Wise Guy you know and uh, so I don't want to go into more personal life because uh, it's kind of morbid what he did. So that's that's a shame <laughs> with that. And then um, he passed away on September 9th, 2016. He was 79 years old. Yeah, I think he was, uh, believe me, I believe he was a great actor. He was wonderful. He could have gone to better things, you know, in movies, but things happen. That's a shame. It really is. Okay. All right. Next up, we're going to the 1970s, and uh, I'm going to talk about the TV animated series Buford and the Galloping Ghost. (laughs) I sort of remember this show, sort of, a little bit, not too much. So um, it was two cartoons, separate, but uh, they aired together. Uh, First release on September 9th, 1978. Uh, it stopped airing December 2nd, 1978, same year. Aired on NBC. Uh, it was uh, 13 episodes, 26 segments, like that. So uh, it's from the Hanna-Barbera Production Company, of course. And uh, they, they originally aired on uh, Yoki Space Race, if you remember that. That was like uh, a big deal, like from Star Wars at the time. <laughs> like that. And then, um, so I'm going to explain about the Buford Files first. Uh, so the Buford Files was about a, Buford was a uh, bloodhound 
He's lazy. He slept all day long and uh, he had a sharp nose for solving mysteries. And he, and he lived in the Fanoki Swamp. And he teams up with teenage, uh, with two teenage twins uh, named Cindy Mae and Woody Boggs. And, and he also uh, battled uh, with a sheriff. His name is Sheriff Mule Train. And his uh, deputy Goofer McGee. <laughs> so, and it's just like Scooby Doo. They solve mysteries and all that. And uh, what had and also uh, Buford had two weaknesses. One, when the moon came out, he would howl all the time. You know, make noise and it, like that. And he had a feud with a raccoon that would the karate <laughs> like that. Excuse me. So in the cast, uh, so you had Buford, Cindy May, and Woody uh, Buford. Uh, the the uh, the voices of uh, Buford was Frank Welker. You, you know him from uh, other uh, cartoons. Also, Pat Paris did Cindy Cindy May. Also, uh, Dave Landsberg. Uh, did Woody, he did the voice. Sheriff Mule Train, Pettigrew was Henry Corden. He did uh, the voice of Fred Flintstone. He did other acting. He took over Alan Reed and the Flintstones. Like that. And Goofy McGee was none other than Jim Neighbors. He did the voice of that. <laughs> so uh, I've seen the show on YouTube just now. Not, not just now, I'm sorry. About a couple of days ago. It was funny, you know. Nothing, nothing special, but uh, it's inter very entertaining. Also, the Galloping Ghost is uh, that's about uh, the ghost was a, his name was Nugget Nose, and he was he, he was a ghost of an old west gold prospector, and he rode on his invisible horse. He's also a guardian to Wendy and Rita. And they were two cowgirls. <coughs> Excuse me. Worked at the Fuddy Dude Ranch, and the owner of the ranch was uh, Fenwick Fuddy. Okay. And uh, he would make himself invisible, and you know, and they were always um, having fun and all that. It was uh, very entertaining. And the voices of Nugget Nose was, of course, again, Frank Welker. Wendy was Marilyn Schreffer. Wendy. Pat Paris is Rita. And the voice of Fenwick Fuddy was Hal Peary from Great Gildersleeve. Beat. <laughs> no, that's fine. Right now, I'm going to play the theme songs to both shows. <coughs> Excuse me. Of uh, Buford and the Galloping Ghost. And I'll be right back. Thank you, everyone. Here comes Mueller. 
ectoplasm companion of Rena and Wendy, dude ranch employees of Mr. Fuddy, who refuses to believe in the galloping ghost. <laughs> Okay, everyone, I am back. I hope you enjoyed the theme songs for Buford and the Galloping Ghosts. There were two of them. Uh, forgive me for coughing. I had something stuck in my throat. like that. And uh, so I don't really remember this commercial. Like I said before, I don't remember the cartoon very well. I vaguely remember. Uh, you can find a few episodes on YouTube. I don't think it's on DVD. I don't believe it is. Uh, but they used to show this on USA Cartoon Express, the Cartoon Network, and Boomerang. So that's good. If you had those channels on cable, you had the opportunity to watch them. Uh, I failed to mention about Lancer before. Uh, it's not The show is not on DVD, but there are a few episodes on YouTube as well. So if, you wanna, if you're interested, you can watch a few, epi- uh, a few episodes. Uh, I think it's been shown on cable. It has uh, probably uh, like Western channels. They had that. I think Comcast had those. So, and I think Grit TV. I think so. Yeah, I, th- I think that's the cable channel that's shown that, or Get TV, I, I imagine. So, I've seen a few, uh, like I said, I've seen a few episodes of uh, Lancer, and it's still great. And of course, Buford and the Galloping Ghost. It's fun. It really is. So, uh, those two shows have fallen into a TV oblivion. Uh, that's a shame. If they ever come out on DVD, I would buy them. Of course I would. I really would. Okay. Next up, we are going to the 1980s, and we're going to talk about the television sitcom, The Andy McGuire Show, that starred Mary Tyler Moore. And this is one of her other uh, sitcoms. Uh that that failed unfortunately so uh yeah she had one called mary i believe and like that and uh, she had her own variety show after the mayor tyler moore shows well i explained everything so here we go uh this show premiered on october 26 1988 ended december 28 1988 only three months two months excuse me you know uh, it was a 30-minute show. Uh, production company was MTM. You, you, are, you know what that company is. You know, produce uh, like the Mary Tyler Moore Show, Bob Newhart, uh, Rhoda, Phyllis, all those wonderful shows. Uh, there were 11 episodes. Uh, there were three that did not air. So we'll ne- I doubt we'll see him again. Who knows with that? And it started Mary Tyler Moore as Annie McGuire and her husband. Uh, De- uh, Nick McGuire, and that was portrayed by actor Dennis Arden. And uh, the, plot, the, the plot of the show was they both had kids from previous marriages, and they tried to uh, balance their, you know, their jobs. You know, and their, you know, their careers and their personal lives. Also with their parents, like that. So it was not like the Mary Tyler Moore show. It was like, 
No, it wasn't like that at all. No, 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 no. <coughs> Excuse me. Also in the cast was uh, Eileen Heckert as Emma Block. Remember her from Aunt Flo? From the Mary Tyler Moore Show. Also John Randolph. Uh, from he, he played Roseanne's dad on Roseanne. Also in the cast was Adrian Brody, you know, the actor from the uh, the pianist. He was in there. Yeah. He played Lenny McGuire. Also, Cynthia Marie King as Debbie McGuire and Bradley Warden as Louis Block. It didn't do well in the ratings, so I remember the promos watching the show. I think there's a couple of episodes on YouTube, so you can check them out yourself. So right now, I'm going to play the theme song for Annie McGuire. Okay? So I'll be right back. Thank you, everyone. Okay, everyone, I am back. I hope you enjoyed the theme song for Annie McGuire. Uh, what can I say about Mary Tyler Moore? She was America's sweetheart, one of the funniest women on television. Uh, I think last weekend they had a documentary about her on HBO Max. I believe that's the, the channel. <laughs> and uh, I heard it's pretty good. I don't have HBO Max, but I like to see it. So I'm fascinated by it. I'm just, I don't know. She's one of the most most fascinated women on TV. Others were like Lucille Ball. There was uh, Elizabeth Montgomery. Of course, Mary Tyler Moore. And there were others, you know. So, uh, you know, it all started uh, her career, you know, I think at, uh, what's it called? Richard Diamond. That was a TV drama that starred David Jansen. You know, she played Sam the Operator. You only saw her. I don't know if you saw her legs. Maybe it's not her legs. I don't know. I'll talk about that show another time. Of course, she's famous for Laura Petrie on the Dick Van Dyke Show. And then to Mary Richards on the Mary Tyler Moore Show. Those two shows are classics. I love them both. A couple of people ask me, like, which one's your favorite? Did you like uh, Dick Van Dyke or did you like Mary Tyler Moore? I like both, you know, but she was funnier in Dick Van Dyke, you know. She, it didn't start that way. Later on it did, you know, when she was funnier, you know, with the walnut coming out of the closets. <laughs> oh, Rob and all that. Classic shows. Classic shows indeed. Yeah. Okay. 
All right. Uh, next up, we go to the 1990s, and we're going to talk about Air America. It was an action adventure series, and uh, that starred uh, Lorenzo Lamas, Scott Plank, and Diana Barton. So that was uh, this show aired in syndication and aired one year. And it premiered on October 3rd, 1998, and in May 22nd, 1999. It had 26 uh, episodes, four unaired, of course. And uh, this was, I'm not sure if it was based on the 1990 movie Air America that starred Mel Gibson and Robert Downey Jr. Kind of like that, loosely. I'm not sure. I don't know. <laughs> so... The plot of the series was two undercover agents. Uh, uh, it was uh, Lorenzo, uh, Scott Plank played Wiley Farrell and uh, Lorenzo Lamas played Rio Arnett. And uh, and the uh, they were pilots who worked for Latin America airline Air America. And they received orders from the State Department to do missions like protect witnesses, investigate international crime, rescuing people, you know, like that. And uh, also in the cast was Diana Barton. She played Allison Stratton. Also, uh, also in the cast was uh, Lorenzo, uh, Lorenzo uh, Lamas's wife. Uh, Shauna San Lamas, I don't know if they're married. Uh, no, they're divorced. <laughs> uh, they were married at the time, like that. And uh, so I watched the show when it aired. It was okay, you know, because of Lorenzo Lamas. I like him a lot. Yeah, and he's very charismatic. And uh, also, uh, actor Scott Plank, he was famous for... Uh, his role as Nick, uh, reared in on Melrose Place. And, uh, you know, he was a real slimy guy. He was not, not a very nice person. <laughs> and uh, so I liked him in the role, but, uh, you know, he was, uh, he was terrible like that. Unfortunately, he died in L.A. in a car accident, and uh, he was 43 years old. He died on October 24th, 2002, which is a shame, you know. He did a lot of TV. He appeared in a lot of uh, television. He really did. So that's that's terrible. Okay. The show is on DVD if you care to buy it, or you can watch it on YouTube if you'd like, or streaming if you're in the mood, you know, help yourself. Right now, I'm going to play the theme song for Air America. When I come back, I'll talk a little bit more about Lorenzo Lamas. Excuse me. You know, and my memories of watching him on Falcon Crest. Okay. So here we go. Here is the theme song for Air America.
Okay, everyone, I am back. I hope you enjoyed the theme song for Air America. Uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about uh, Lorenzo Lamas. Uh, you know, he's a very charismatic actor. <laughs> so I remember watching him on Falcon Crest as uh, Lance Compson. He was wonderful. Oh, he was there. I think he appeared on every episode. From the beginning to the end, he was there, you know, with Jane Wyman, who played his uh, grandma, grandmother, excuse me, Angela Channing. I, I love this show. I really did. It's one, one, of, my, one of my favorite primetime soaps. Uh, second, my first favorite is Dynasty. And then, then it's Dallas. And then, uh, well, Dynasty's first, I think Falcon Crest, Dallas, and then Nuts Landing. They had that. And uh, right now, I don't know if he's acting anymore. I haven't seen him lately. So, uh, you know, his fam- his father was uh, Fernando Lamas. His mother was uh, Arlene Dahl. Like that. And uh, so he appeared, uh, he, his, one of his roles, his earliest roles was he was in the movie Grease. And from 1978, that starred John Travolta and Olivia Newton-John. He played like a preppy guy. He was in that. So, uh, and uh, the funny thing is, he uh, he did speak in the movie, not really. And he dyed his hair blonde. He looked kind of strange. <laughs> and uh, so, you know, right now, uh, last I heard, he was like. Uh, renting helicopters or something like that. I don't know if it's true. I saw that about a year or two ago. So I don't know. Maybe still acting. Maybe he is. I, I don't know. I have no idea. But uh, you should go back to acting. He's just great. He really is. Okay. And the last show I'm going to talk about, this is from the 2000s. This is the uh, television sitcom. Uh, Do Not Disturb. And uh, I remember this show when it aired. So here's a brief history of that. Um, It premiered on September 10th, 2008, ended October 8th. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, October 8th, 2008. That's when it ended. Aired on Fox. Only had uh, five episodes, very short. And, you know, half-hour sitcom. And it starred, uh, and, uh, it starred uh, Niecy Nash and Jerry O'Connell. Also in the cast was Jesse Tyler Ferguson. He starred this show before he went to Modern Family, which he was funny, like that. So the basis of the show was uh, there was a, uh, a hotel in New York City and uh, it was also known the, as the Inn. And uh, Nisi Nash played Rhonda Pete. Jerry O'Connell played ne- Neil Danner. Also in the cast, also Jesse Tyler Ferguson was Larry. My, and there was Molly Statton. She played Nicole. Uh, Jolene Purdy as uh, Molly Pileski. And uh, of course, there was Dave Franco as Gus. Okay. 
So I've seen a couple of shows on YouTube, and it's it's okay. You know, Jerry O'Connell is very uh, charming, but it didn't do very well in the ratings. Also, uh, directing the pilot was actor Jason Bateman. He did that. Okay. And uh, let's see what else. So they didn't air the last two shows, which is a shame. So uh, that's too bad. <laughs> Well, right now I'm going to play the a, not the theme song of Do Not Disturb. I'm going to play a promo of the show, of the sitcom, that is. So sit back and relax, and when I come back, I'll talk a little bit about Jerry O'Connell. Okay, so uh, here is the theme song for Do Not Disturb. Thank you. Oh, no, the promo. Excuse me. I'm getting goofed up. <laughs> So what's everyone saying about the new Fox comedy, Do Not Disturb? I think it's great. Amazing. It's exciting! And how do people feel about Reno 911's Macy Nash? That's what makes it so hot. Well, uh, go on. Plus, everybody's asking. Why are these chicks bouncing? And one foreign critic raves. Take our word for it. If you missed the premiere of Do Not Disturb. You got nobody to blame but yourself. Tonight at 9.38.30 Central on Fox. Okay, everyone, I am back. I hope you enjoyed the promo of Do Not Disturb. Not the opening. So I apologize for that. <laughs> so as for Jerry O'Connell, uh, he's a very likable actor. He really is. And uh, so let's see. And uh, one of his earliest roles, well, he did commercial work for Duncan Hyden's Cookies. And... Uh, his first role in a movie was in Stand By Me, directed by Ron Reiner. And uh, he played Vern, Vern Tessio, and he was kind of chubby like that. Also, he, he uh, appeared in the uh, sitcom in Canada called My Secret Identity. I remember that movie. Also, uh, he, he did the TV show Sliders. I like that show. It was pretty good. So he's still acting to this day. Uh, right now, he's uh, he's a co-host of the talk, and uh, so you know he's one. He's the uh, one of the first male co-hosts of the show. Usually, it has women in there, but uh, so far, I've seen a couple of shows. He's doing fine, <laughs> which is great. Yeah, he's uh, that's wonderful. You know, he's a very dependable actor and very likable, like I just said. Okay. All right, so that's it for this program. Uh, I will do a recap of what I discussed. So here is the lineup again, okay? Uh, at first, I talk about the 75th anniversary of Texaco Star Theater that premiered on June 8th, 1948. It starred Milton Berle. It was a variety show and... That, that was very innovative at the, the, that time. Also from the 1950s, the television sitcom The Ann Southern Show. From the 1960s, the television western Lancer. From the 1970s, uh, the anime series Buford and the Galloping Ghost. Also the, from the 1980s, the television sitcom Annie McGuire. From the 1990s, the TV drama Air America. And from the 2000s, the television sitcom Do Not Disturb. 
Okay. So I apologize for the coughing and uh, stammering, you know, I'm nervous like that. Yeah. I, when you do a podcast, you make mistakes, but that's the natural you <laughs> like that. All right. So uh, once this pop podcast is published, it'll be available wherever podcasts are available. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music. Also, it'll be on my YouTube channel, TV Oblivion, the podcast. You can find it there. And uh, also be shared on my social media accounts, Facebook and Twitter. I have counts of those. Okay. So next episode will come probably next weekend. Uh, I think so. Yeah, it'll be coming up then. Okay. So this is Pete Stein, your host of TV Oblivion, the podcast. Thank you for joining me. I hope you enjoyed the show. I did. Uh, I hope you bared with me with that, <laughs> what I did. So right now here is the uh, pluck and pluck song, pick and pluck song that is, that ends the show. So uh, take care, everyone, and so long, and everyone have a nice day. Thank you. Mm-hmm.